0: Hello, and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life, and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths, and the magical moments that we all experience, but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self because i know the power of community i'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride throughout these conversations we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations including healing resilience mindset connection and so so much more so strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hello, you beautiful human. I hope you are having a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. What I know to be true is right now, at the time of recording this in March 2022, some things feel pretty heavy. But what I also know is it doesn't matter where in the world you are, there are always going to be times when life does feel heavy. Things feel a little bit hard, things feel challenging, and you just aren't your usual self. And what I want to talk about today is how you can change your state when life feels heavy. And whether that is personally, whether it is the world, but it's impacting you, whether it's someone you know, whatever it is. I want this episode to be one that you can come back to and use time and time again. So what I'm going to chat through are five ways that you can change your state when things feel heavy. They are mindfulness, music, movement, connection, and grounding. So let's break these down and chat through a few ways you can use these five elements to change your state. And let me tell you, it is really simple. Number one, mindfulness. Now, there are so many ways to be mindful. There are so many ways to practice mindfulness. And, you know, you might be sitting there going, yes, I know I should meditate or I should color in or I should do something that to bring me to the present. All of this is true. And I'm not actually going to go into the ways you can perform mindfulness because I think you know that, although there might be a few examples along the way, but it's more about the intention as to what you're doing, okay? So rather than the practice that you're doing, so whether it be meditating or colouring in or gardening or drawing or journaling or you know, whatever it is, it's looking at the intention behind it. The reason that we're doing this as a way of changing your state is it's a way of recentering, of coming back to you, of really owning your truth. And energetically feeling what is true for you and removing all of the external energy, all of the external pressure, all of the external heaviness so it stops impacting you, right? I want you to create space, create space for you. So you can step away from what feels heavy because so often we get caught up in what is going on, what needs to happen, what someone else is feeling, how I'm feeling, what might happen, what may not happen, what's happened in the past, like all of these things. And we just need to take a step back. We just need to stop. And it's almost, you know, as a really simple example, putting up your boundaries or putting up your walls and being like, whoa, I just need to take a step back. And in this instance, you don't need to put up your walls in terms of not letting anyone in or anything in, but it's just about creating a little bubble, a power bubble, let's call it for yourself to be like, okay, what is true for me? What do I need right now? And how can I shift my mood? How can I change my state? What do I need in order to do that? And that's a really simple question. Based on that, you can then go into all of the modalities, you know, whatever modality feels good for you, but actually taking that time to stop, recenter, come back to you and ask yourself what you need, because only by doing that are you going to be able to truly feel into it, okay? Because if you don't take that time to stop and pause, it's just your head, head running wild. The other thing, switch off from tech. Right. I can't tell you how important it is to switch off from tech and I don't just mean social media. I mean tech. Maybe you have a game that you play or a puzzle that you look at or something else and whether you're aimlessly scrolling social media or whether you're constantly sitting on that game or puzzle or like whatever it is, it's still the same, right? You're still just numbing out anything that's happening and not actually taking the time to tune into you. So that's what I talk about when I talk about mindfulness, okay? Number two, music. Oh, like I can't tell you how powerful music is. And it can be any type of music. That's the beauty of music. Whatever mood you're in, you can always find a song to suit that mood. You know, if you are feeling sad, maybe it is sad songs. Maybe it is love songs. Maybe it's ballads that you just need to have a cry with. Or maybe you want something upbeat that you can sing to, that just allows you to let your hair down. You know, maybe it's country, if that's your thing. Sometimes country can be super soothing. I actually use country music when I'm creating and it's very strange. It just came about by some random day. I'm like, I'm just going to listen to some country ballads and (laughs) it worked a treat. So maybe it is country. Maybe it's heavy metal. Definitely not my thing, but some people love that, you know. So when the world feels heavy switch on some music. What music do you want to listen to? Have a sing, have a dance, have a cry, whatever you need, just allow yourself to get lost in it. Like don't put pressure on yourself about, you know, what other people might think if they saw you, like who gives a shit really? So music is super, super powerful and an incredible tool to allow you to tune in. And just shift your state. You know, you see those beautiful videos of little babies or toddlers and you put a song on and they start like moving their body and you're like, if only adults would use music in that way as well, right? If only adults were like, do you know what? I'm just going to stop and listen to the beat and move my body with the beat. And as I'm recording this, I'm currently like bouncing up and down. But, you know, why don't we? Because we're so... Worried about what people might think, right? We judge ourselves before anyone else has judged us. And, you know, look at a kid, switch on your child's favorite music or your niece or nephew's or friend's baby's favorite music and watch how they light up. Music can have the same impact on you as well. Okay, so lean into music. Number three, movement. Oh, just again, this is something that is so deeply important to me and something that really soothes my soul. If I don't move, I get really moody. I get down on myself. I feel disgusting. I don't feel happy. I just, it really, really doesn't serve me if I don't move. And I know that, you know, and actually recording this, I haven't really exercised for a week or so and I can feel it. I know that I don't feel myself and I know that I'm beating myself up about it and not that I want anyone to beat themselves up, but that's just me personally. So move your body, you know, so whether it is Pilates or going for a walk or going on a playground or playing chasey or, you know, fast, high intensity workouts or stretching or just getting outside, just move your body, bodies and humans are not designed to sit at our desk for 10 hours a day then sit on the couch and then go to bed right we're not designed to sit still we're not designed to be stagnant and you know there are so many people with back pain and neck pain and those sorts of problems and it all stems from sitting from not moving and you look at the people who do move You know, you look at some of those older, I'll say older people and obviously I do CrossFit or did CrossFit before Hunter and you see some athletes who are, you know, 60, 70, 80 and they look so young. They're so fit, they're fresh, they're energized because movement and exercise is part of their life and in doing that, they're living a healthier life and I'm not saying you have to go out and do CrossFit. I'm just saying move your body. And again, that looks different for everybody. Maybe it is a walk a couple of days a week. But if you're in that moment where everything feels heavy, get up, jiggle around, like jump up and down, take a few breaths, do something like that just to move your body and shift that energy. Because when you feel heavy and you're doing nothing but sitting down, that energy just stays there, right? That heaviness stays with you. It sits inside you and there's no way you're going to move it or shake it out or get rid of it. Because it's got nowhere to go. It's got no way to leave your body. Okay. So movement is an extremely important element to removing negative energy. Because any energy that is stored in us needs to be released. Okay. Number four, connection. (sighs) Just saying that calms me. right? And I'm talking about connection to self and all those around you whatever you need in that moment. And I say, I say both of those because I know some people will connect very deeply with other people and prioritize other people, but not take the time to connect with themselves and vice versa. I know people who have great connection with themselves, but maybe don't connect with other people as much or at all as, you know, as much as they should or at all. And Again, humans aren't designed to be isolated. You know, if you're an introvert and you're thinking, Oh, well, I don't like people, that's not true. You like people, you just need to find your people, right? I know have lots of introverted friends and the connections that they have are so deep and so magical because they need to be. For them to want to be around people, they need to be the right people. And that's why I think, you know, Introverts and highly sensitive people have a real superpower because you don't just they don't get caught up in the bullshit and the chaos and just the, I don't know, the idea of you need to socialize with everybody. But let's come back to connection. And, you know, you can do this a number of ways. Breath. Breath work is an extremely powerful tool to increase or improve your connection to yourself And it's amazing what insights come through or can come through when you do breath work. So the beauty of breath work is you're kind of incorporating a number of elements in one, right? You're doing mindfulness, you're moving, but you're also increasing that connection. Then the other thing with connection, it's about finding that positive energy. It's about finding the people that inspire you, people that make you feel good, people that light you up, right? And again, tuning out everything else. We've all, we all know or have that one person in our lives who constantly complains. They're a victim. The world is so hard. They're a bit of a martyr. Like everything is harder for me. Why does this happen to me? This is awful. Did you see this on the news? How terrible? And As much as sometimes we love those people, they can be really, really tiring to be around. So when I talk about connection, I don't mean go and hang out with that person as much as I love that person. Sometimes it means actually creating space from that person and connecting with others, connecting with people who... Have a different mentality, have a different view on things, challenge you in a way, and make you feel better. And again, there are going to be times when you just need to take time out from everybody and allow yourself to connect with yourself. And if I'm honest, it's probably one of the biggest struggles I've had since having Hunter. And also being with Chris. And I say that I love both of them so much and couldn't live without them. But obviously, I can't just take time out for myself unless Hunter's asleep, which, you know, I absolutely can. And I do make time for. And Chris is (laughs) the most extroverted person I've ever met. And I remember one time pre-Hunter, we were doing something like, I'm just going to go up to mum and dad's for a weekend He goes, oh, yeah, cool. We'll come. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I'm going to go by myself. And he couldn't understand it. But for me, I'm both like I'm an omnivert. I'm both extroverted and introverted depending on the season and depending on where I'm at. But I also really need and crave alone time. And I don't mean just an hour here and there. I mean, like days and space and, yeah, just time. And so having a little one. And again, I wouldn't change anything for the world. But it is something that I need to navigate because being able to just go away for a couple of days or overnight or, you know, a day or whatever it is, I can't do, right, because I've got a little human in tow. So have a think about that for you, you know, are you someone who craves alone time or doesn't get enough alone time or doesn't allow yourself to have that alone time or do you need to be around people? You know, so connection can come in many, many forms. So just do what's right for you. And finally, grounding number five, get outside. That's all I want to say. Just get outside. Again, we're so stuck inside, you know, work, our lives, and especially over the last couple of years since we've been locked down, we spend far too much in. Time inside, and we don't make time for adventures or play or exploring. You know, and I know that it used to be something that I loved. It's like, let's go here this weekend, let's do this, let's go on this hike, or let's, I don't know, like whatever it is, but we don't get outside enough. And I know for me, since working from home or since Well, since going full time in my business, I certainly don't get out as much as I used to. You know, when I worked somewhere else, I obviously had to go outside to get in my car, walk from my car to my office. And then throughout the day, I would take breaks where I'll just go and sit outside. Whereas sometimes, well, a lot of the time now that I have my own business, I have so much to do and I love working. So I'll just work. And I don't actually take the time to have those breaks It's something that resonates really deeply with me, knowing that I don't get outside enough and I want to. So yeah, grounding, get outside. And there are many ways that you can ground. Okay. If you've never heard of this, basically grounding is just allowing yourself to reconnect with mother earth, to reconnect with nature. So you could go outside with no shoes on and stand on the grass. You know, if you go to the beach or the river, standing and submerging yourself in the water, or if it's cold, just standing in the water, feeling the earth beneath your feet. Or if you live in a forest, you can go and just sit under a tree with your spine against that tree, allowing yourself to feel the energy of that tree and just stopping and sitting in silence, like taking that time to soak up what the earth has to offer. You know, I know in sunny days, well, I say I don't get out enough, I do create space but if it's a sunny day I often just go out the back and just sit there for 10 minutes I leave my phone inside and I just go and enjoy the sunshine I go and sit on the grass and just soak it up and it just allows me to change how I feel and calm my nervous system so that is it for today it's a shorter episode and I hope you enjoyed it But just to recap, mindfulness, music, movement, connection and grounding are five super simple, super easy, super quick ways that you can change your state when the world feels heavy and making, I guess, the biggest takeaway, if there is anything, is make sure you make time for you because no one else is going to make time for you, right? As in... That sounds harsh. No one else is going to create space where you can just be by yourself. They'll create time for you as in let's hang out. But (laughs) what I'm talking about is create that space just for you to do what you need. You know, if you journal, journal. If you don't, if you meditate, meditate. If you like to color in do that, you know, whatever it is, there's no right or wrong. Just make sure you're creating space for the things that make you feel good in order to change your state. Okay, that is it, my loves. I will see you next week with a very, very exciting episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing take care and stay true to you